Chepla's finishing technology offers speed and flexibility to any pre-finished flooring operation. The CFS offers a four-step process that denibs, coats, wipes, and UV cures within a single pass. For handcrafted finishes, choose the E-Line to scale up or down the processes needed to achieve the perfect finish. For more information, visit cheflafinishing.com. That's cheflafinishing.com. This is Michael Martin with the National Wood Flooring Association, and you're listening to the Real Answers Podcast. Today, as usual, I have my partner in crime, Chris Zizza, from CNR Flooring in Boston. What's up? How are you, Chris? I'm always good, brother. Are you kidding yeah. me? Plus, we're doing in-person learning. How about that? I know. It's nice <laughs> to see real faces and real people. And uh, we have a special guest with us today. We have Lenny Hall and some of his team here with us from Endurance Floor. Lenny, you want to introduce yourself and tell us about your team? Sure. I'm Lenny Hall, owner of Endurance Floor Company, and I have with me Gerardo Cardona and Jason Hernandez, two of my technicians that have come to enjoy the show this week and uh, see what the rest of the industry has to offer. Well, welcome, guys. Thanks for being with us. So now, uh, Lenny, for the guys that don't know you, they must... I don't know, live under a rock, but, uh, so we all know Lenny Hall. He's, he's, you know, how long you been doing instruction with the NWFA? Uh, I started as a trainer in 1997. So quite a long time, quite a long time. So endurance flooring, you guys, your market is, uh, primarily Miami or you tell me, uh, geographically it's Dade, Broward and Palm beach counties. Uh, that's a 70 to 80 mile stretch north and south of Fort Lauderdale in either direction. And uh, so it's probably southeast Florida, and it's mostly residential work. We don't get into commercial work unless a previous residential owner owns a business that has us come and do their resident, uh, business office. And uh, we stay away from the commercial work just because we like the craftsmanship and the hands-on of doing customized floors for people. Okay. So right there I hear craftsmanship, uh, customized floors. So your your client every day is, is the high-end demanding? Is that... Am- I would say there's a good mix because the amazing thing about our company is it was founded in 1956 and I'm the third separate non-family member owner of the company as it transitioned from owner to owner. So I took it over in 1984 and I've had it since then. So in calendar days, I'm the longest single owner the company's ever seen and I intend to keep going until my wife forces me into retirement, which hopefully is not a long time from now. So, Oh, right on. That's good. Okay, so I see that, you know, so we're in the studio and he's got his guys with him, a couple of guys. One of them looks exactly like Snoop Dogg. And uh, I'm having a really hard time focusing because I need to ask him how Martha Stewart is. But we're having a good time. Um, Guys, talk to me about what it's like to be on the endurance team. Well, I should say in... Oh, I'm sorry. This is Snoop Dogg talking, by the way. Jason, Jason Hernandez, (laughs) yes. Let me start off by saying that um, before working on fine crafts, uh, I was, uh, I've been in the trade for, uh, I would say, 17, 17 years. Okay. So within 17 years, I started getting into the craftsmanship with Lenny, uh, new Lenny, for over five years. So it, it pushed me to be more interested in, uh, and more involved into more craft, more craftsman work than just standard installation and trying to learn the ins and odds and different, uh, Things that you wouldn't learn just be, being as, as uh, just a straight installer, you know. Yeah, just people. running out there in the in the average floor of two and a quarter, three and a quarter, banging it out. Were you always in South Florida? 
You know, I, I actually, I, I've traveled to different di- different places. I've, I've originally started off in Washington, D.C. Okay. And I was able to work in different locations in north northeast of uh, USA. So I've been uh, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Boston, Virginia, West Virginia. So I, I traveled a lot doing with flooring. You worked in Boston? Yes. Did you ever work for that jackass Zizza? <laughs> no, uh, no, it, I, actually, it was it was a, it was a it was a pretty large job. It was when I was affiliated with um, uh, with another company. Uh, I don't know if I should say what oh, yeah, company. You can. Uh, with uh, Lumber Liquidators, and we did a, a uh, the actual the the owner's home in Boston that he had. I uh, had to have us done. So we that was a. So you did Tom's house in Dover. Yes. Sure. Yeah, um, I know Tom. So we did his house, and then from there we. Uh, so you're the guy that took that <laughs> job from me. Uh, <laughs> well, at, at that time, the, com- the company I was with was was pretty much you know banging things left and right at the point at that time. But you know, things changed. I I was getting really tired of the weather, and I said, you know what? Let me let me head back south and take my trade and what I learned, and let me go look for a wood flooring job and. The funny thing about it is that when I came here, I was looking through the papers. Hey, I, I, let me try this one one company. So I looked around and I and I and I came into Lenny's front door and I, and I said, "Listen, um, all my uh, all my uh, installations is is under uh, NWFA guidelines. I try to stay on top of things. I make sure I go back and make sure things are installed the proper way. I've, I've done a lot of studies, and I'm just there talking to him. He says." You know, it's funny that you say that, but because I'm, I'm also uh, uh, instructor instructor for num- for NWFA, and he shocked me so much. I had to stand back, and I was like, "This has to be a sign from above." Because how how is it <laughs> working that- for Lenny Hall came from Jesus? You yeah. heard it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, how how how, how is this possible? You know that- what Lenny needs? Inflated ego. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it, and and at that time I didn't know. His background. I just knew that he was in, at that time that he told me he was an instructor, and I was like, "What, what better opportunity than to take this and and learn from him?" So, and then from there on, we just been best buds, and I just keep going every day with him, you know, trying to learn something different. And uh, right, so you're happy to be on the endurance team? Oh, it's 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 happy because it's it's everything in one. I get to do something I love. That's doing messing with wood and doing installations and cuts and and now it just enhances itself to doing fine art and and, and craftsmen with crafts. So it's just like it just is the best of both worlds. Right on. I like it. What about you, Geraldo? What's your story? And and did I just butcher your name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I moved to Florida about two years ago, and then I didn't have a job. And I was looking for, for work for a buddy of mine that he, uh, he's into the flooring business also. And then I came across his, uh, company. And then, um, <clears throat> he just told me, like, um, once you come over and, you know, come take a look and see if you like it. And I went over. I fell in love with it, especially when I saw, when you walk in the office, you see the fine art that he has made. And I'm like, wow, you actually made this. I like it. Nothing. I'm like, I want to learn this. Let me paint a picture for you guys here. So we're in the studio and the endurance team sitting in front of me and 
So he's got his endurance shirt on. It's embroidered. It's collared. And on one sleeve, it's got NWFA. But on the other sleeve, it has NWFA FOTI. <laughs> okay. And FOTI is F-O-T-Y. And there's an embroidery of the Wood Floor of the Year trophy. And so I was talking to these guys yesterday and I said, Fody, why Fody? And Lenny goes, well, we used to put the years on there, but it wouldn't fit in a sleeve anymore. That's how many Wood Floor of the Years this guy <laughs> has won. So he had to go with the acronym Floor of the Year, Fody. So congratulations on that. Um, you speak so much about craftsmanship and art and 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 the need for that or or the desire for it does that does that echo throughout the whole company i say that everybody everybody has that in the back of their head we're not here to just throw down the floor we're here to make it something remember you know that someone would remember and say you know what i remember that crew i remember lenny and i remember how well and how clean maintenance and it's all about the profession if we if we don't go in there looking professional and we don't take care of it and we we don't show how good quality work we are it's no point of us even walking in through the front door so our first thing is to work professional work as artistic guys and to work together amen maybe jesus did send you this direction <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's fantastic um i'm always saying that be the best professional you can be you know we've had a few guys on the show um you know in in over the last year and a half and then just here at nwfa we're, we're taping with a few different guys and they're all at different levels but they're all saying the same thing run your business like a business be the professional that you can be and so when i hear it you know, I always hear it from the owners, but to hear it from your team, Lenny, congratulations, you're doing a good job. That's pretty obvious. Let me ask you guys this. It's a question I love to ask somebody. You know, I'm 35 years in the business. My first year, my first day was a uh, finger block parquet at a funeral home. I'm convinced that everybody remembers the first day they were doing hardwood floors. Do you remember your first day, Jason? Actually, it was the first the first time I ever cut a piece of wood. It was, the first day of my job, I was already puzzling. Well, they call it puzzling. You 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 replace the, the wood so so you could get it ready to to knock it in with the with the with the mallet or the or the nailer. Okay. So my job was to look at the floor and make sure that none of the none of the end pieces are closer to each other, so they had to be properly separated, so it doesn't seem any any uh, breaking points or pressure points for the wood. So I get it. I had to sit there and I got it wrong like six times. And, it, and the guy says, "Listen, until you figure out how to put the floor down, you're not going to touch anything else." I love it. So I was like, <laughs> "Okay, all right." And then after that, it's just so progressed. so. How many years did you rack? <laughs> Oh, I mean, how many pieces? That's the best question. How many pieces have I racked? I think over millions of pieces. It's like it's nonstop, but it's like nonstop pleasure. Just go ahead and get down. It, it's the smell of the wood. It's the touch. It's like it's it's. Dude, there's certain, you've, you've crossed over. Yeah, and you when you get there and you start seeing like when you start cutting the wood and you start having that different smell for different wood, I'm like, wow, I like that. I like this, like Santos Mahogany. Uh, no, you could keep Santos yeah. Mahogany Brazilian <laughs> Cherry. Uh, you think Ma Steve Bratton has a deep voice. You cut Brazilian Cherry for a couple of days. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's just a, it's just an enjoyment. It's just something like, 
Like you would do something in high school, you know. It I just, like it. It just carries on from there. Gerardo, what about you, brother? I still remember our first day. Um, we were doing uh, White Oak. It was White Oak. I still remember. And um, it was a big installation. And I had a vision of uh, wood floors. You know, you just slap them together and, you know, just bang them in and keep going. But then I, I walked to the job site. And it's completely different from everything that I thought it was. I'm like, okay, this is a whole different level. Everything that I thought that I knew about wood floor, I got to take it out of my head and, you know, learn and learn. Yeah, because we're you're not just a floor guy. No, no. Exactly. And that's been a common thread, too, that the guys are saying. You know, we're not just a floor guy. We're businessmen. I tell everybody, the people are like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, well, I own a hardwood flooring company. I, I never just say I'm a floor guy. And, and if I do say floor guy, um, I'm usually on the, on the, the site, you know, and the electrician's around, and I'm like, hey, Sparky, floor guy, floor guy, Sparky, you know, and and we move on from there. That's the only time you'll hear me refer to myself as just a floor guy. Every other time, I'm a f- professional businessman trying to be as successful as I can be. Lenny, what about your first day? Uh, my first day, I actually wasn't even an employee officially of Endurance Floor Company. Uh, I was 16 between junior and senior high school. Came down to Florida to visit my grandparents, and my uncle knocked on the door, grabbed me from the guest bedroom, said, you're coming to work with me. <laughs> you go to hardwood flooring camp. It. <laughs> so, yeah, so I went to go work to um, repair a 9 by 9 finger block parquet that was done back in the day in the 50s. Sure. Uh, I mean, I didn't know that then. I'm telling you what I know now of what I experienced then. There, I just went to a house. And uh, he instantly says, hey, we got to pick up this parquet because back then it was put on black mastic. Cold stick. Yeah, cold stick. Yeah, if you can pry it off the slab, you can reuse the tile. So our job was to pry it off the slab. So he gives me a white rag with mineral spirits on it. He goes, here, put this in your back pocket. You're going to need this. (laughs) <laughs> three three hours later i was crying because i got this like chemical Red burn welt on my right cheek and i'm basically asking him if i can like you know change my pants and but i got no pants to change into so it was it was a pretty rough day the first day was pretty bad but uh overall it ended up being a great lifestyle so i, I enjoy my life look where it's led you right yep that's fantastic i love this um because what i love about it is i you know i don't care how big your company is um that's that's not the game. The game is, you know, are we putting together a, a good lifestyle? Are you know, I I like my my most prideful thing to say is, you know, CNR flooring feeds twenty three families. I think that's kind of cool, you know. Um, and I'm not even sure. I think it's more than twenty three now, but that's something I've been saying for a long time. The other thing I say is, when we got to sixteen trucks, we've been as big as twenty two trucks, and we're at like sixteen now. And I say, we have 16 trucks because my competitors let me. And what that means is, you know, I'm out there being the best professional I can be, and they're not. So they allow more business to come in my direction. I'm listening to you guys talk, and, I mean, the culture and the deliver that at a, at a professional level, the expertise. You guys are all going through training, I take it. Uh, when I employ guys, SZA, I tell them that they're on a full-time NWFA school because that's what it is because we don't do anything but follow the NWFA guidelines. Uh, quality control is beyond strict, as you can imagine with me. Yeah. And so they're experiencing a paid full-time NWFA school at every level, from beginner level to somebody like Gerardo who came that never really did wood floors before. 
all the way up through to, and I want to draw to talk the story about the fact that he hand cut this one parquet pattern for the customer, uh, Mr. Reese, and he cut all 16,000 pieces of her parquet him, oh. by himself on the shop in a sled. Oh, let's uh, talk about that, Gerardo. 16,000 square feet. No, pieces. Oh, 16,000 pieces of parquet. Yep, that was my first big job that I'm really- Well, first, hold up all your hands. Are all your fingers there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> yes, uh, it was my, my biggest piece I made, and so far, I'm really proud of it. It came out beautiful. Um, I'm really proud of it. I, was, I gave him the chance to work on it, on something uh-huh. so- I know not everybody can do that kind of craftsmanship, and so I'm very proud that I was able to do it myself. And Lenny, you know, he uh, was a great teacher. He taught me how to do it, you know. He realized, you know, I, I got the hang of it, and he let me do it from there. Let me how see. long did it take you? Um, I think it was about, I would say, three weeks. Three, three weeks. weeks. Three weeks or two weeks. And you're building this on a table in the shop? Yeah, he actually, were, we set up the table saw sleds to cut the... Uh, uh, one, two, three, five different pieces that made the parquet pattern mm-hmm. and they were all individually made. Uh, and then we had to assemble them in the shop into two by two panels okay. and then transport them to the job site. So as he's cutting the last uh, three or four days, we're moving panels to the job site and we're starting to install them. And I told Gerardo, I said, as soon as you're done with your last piece, you're going to basically get taken out of the shop, go onto the job site and you're actually going to help put this floor down that you built. And when it's done with the installation, you're going to help sand and finish the job that you help install. So I basically went right from A to Z on that project. Yep, and deliver. Yeah, that that's the one thing that's cool about our industry. You know, um, I, I I think at some point I stopped taking pictures and then started again. It's it's like it becomes old hat, and then you start doing different things. And we didn't do a lot of chevron in the early days. It was always a lot of herringbone, and now there's more chevron that we're doing. And you know, border here. My thing when I was building the company was we were doing a lot of two and a quarter, three and a quarter standard basic builder stuff. But my builders would ask me, "Hey, what can you do?" to make this stand out a little better this is a spec house and i don't want to spend a lot of money and so we started wrapping the fireplaces with something fancy because it's only a seven foot front and you know 18 inches left and right um and it's easy but it looks great and it was a standout item and in the early years when i was building the company i would give the builder that because Inevitably, somebody, you know, do you remember Kentucky Wood, Lenny? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so, you know, we would do a Kentucky Wood border. They're not around anymore, but we would do that. And there's always going to be 10, 12, 20 linear feet left over. And I would save that for that special builder that I was trying to grow a relationship with. And we would put that border around and wrap it and then move on. And so I know what you're saying when you, when you feel good about what you're delivering. And at the same time, when we were building the business, we would deliver these little bits of craftsmanship and still be doing bread and butter work. So wherever you are out there in your wood flooring business world, you know, think about the things that differentiate, differentiate you from somebody else. Yeah, I want to touch up on that point. Uh, not everybody would want to take the same track I took, which is to become known for being high-end, uh, detailed, hand-cut, uh, hand-cut craftsmanship design floors, right? And that's not, we don't do them all the time, believe it or not. We only do maybe three or four or five a year, uh, but they're notable. 
But the other times when you do just a same plain old floor, you can still elevate your game on that. And one of the things that I differentiated our company from everybody else was that I refused to put one foot boards in the middle of the field of any floor. Uh -huh. Now that required a little planning. First off, I had to figure out how to bid it properly. So knowing that standard random one to seven plank uh, orders come with a certain amount of one footers that you don't want to use, I had to add another 15 to 18% to my wood order in order to execute a certain size of area. Okay. We would separate those one footers from the job site. And as we're doing it, we weren't letting the owner see it. We were telling them what we were doing. Hey, we're not putting those in your floor because it looks better when you have an average longer length in the field. And so we started being known by the next referred customer that that's what we do. And so when they saw a competing bid from company A and our bid, you know, they, they saw our bid and it specifically said two to seven feet. It wouldn't say one to seven feet. And actually uh -huh. most bids that we went against, they didn't even specify what they were doing. So when we got into the longer average length, just by our own decision, it separated us from the, the rest, rest of the field on ordinary floors. So but we you got didn't eat that down. cost. Um, no, no, no. They definitely got, that's why I say I figured out my costs. I knew the markup and margins I needed to work with to mm -hmm. keep the business you know, going. And that's why my prices were typically higher than everybody else in town. And besides the fact that we're more talented and we invest more time doing a job, we don't we don't try to hit marks of 500 feet a day, 600 feet a day. We take our time and our pace. As Jason said, we rack out the floor, we look at it, we make sure none of the joints are in odd spots or making H joints, what have you. Mm -hmm. And if a board doesn't look right, uh, these guys automatically now, after being taught, automatically see what an owner would think about and they just automatically replace the board. They don't even question it. Right. And of course, but then there are, there's me coming onto the job saying, Hey, looking two thirds away across the room. Why is that board over there? Take that thing out. And, you know, my guys do cringe when I come on a job site because they know that I'm always going to be trying to elevate whatever they did because that's what we want to do for each other. Be the best professional you, you know can be. Tell us. Talk to me, Snoop. Studios. The killer of everything. <laughs> There's no, there's no joints in between the doors, so you could imagine how to, there's certain, certain situations and, and that you have to try to puzzle your way to try to get these these boards that have no no lines in the middle of the doorways because we like to leave them nice and fresh. So we have to somehow slide one one board into the to the door jams and then put the other one in and then slide one into the middle and it's all glued down all together. And then we, we fasten it and don't do all that. I think is one of the like difficult um, parts of doing the installation, especially when you're doing like custom work yep. and there's custom cuts. It's like, you sit there and you're like, oh, uh, where's Lanny when you need him? You're sitting, there, <laughs> and you're sitting there trying to puzzle it out and figure it out. And then you finally get, you know, you, you get a couple of other guys and they say, okay, well, Let's make it this way so it can work, and then boom, magic's done, you know? But th there are times that we're like, oh, where's Lenny when you need him, you know? I like the where's Lenny when I need him. Yeah. I, I don't think my guys are going, where's Chris? I think they're <laughs> going, I hope Chris doesn't come by today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two completely different management styles. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> I guarantee you nobody thinks Jesus brought him to CNR Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so well this has been great guys i really appreciate your time and uh sharing your stories guys anything you want to say i'm holding the wood floor of the year trophy and it feels so great to be in the hands but I, one day i want to earn to have it in my hands and hopefully with the times and years i'm here sticking with you know my mentor lenny hall 
maybe one day I'll be able to have it in my hands and, and say, you know what, I earned it. But till then, I'm going to try my best and try my hardest to try to have a chance to get that on my on my kitchen counter. So I love it. Going, you you know, guys got to see him holding this thing up like it's an Emmy. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, guys, I'm telling you right now, try your best and see if you can get yourself into NWFA and get yourself this award because definitely you'll be really, really happy because it looks beautiful. Fantastic. And, and, and just out of the outcome and knowing that you – Establish yourself to get that far. It's well deserved. Good for you, Geraldo. Yeah. Last words? Yes. Um, this Did I still butcher your name? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> this is my first time uh, to the expo, and honestly, it's a great experience. I'll definitely be coming back anytime I get the opportunity. And um, if you haven't uh, came to one yet, you definitely should check it out. You'll have so much fun, and you may you meet a lot of great people. Fantastic. That's awesome. I like it. Lenny, thanks so much for bringing the guys in. Hi, you're welcome. It was great to have him and, and be on your show, and I always enjoy spending time with you. This. Right on, man. And Michael, what do you think, man? Uh, this is one of my favorites, so this has been really fun. Yeah, good stuff. All right, you've been listening to the Real Answers Podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. See you on the flip side, guys. Keep it real. <laughs>